it was, in my opinion, the, probably the worst superhero movie ever. Wow. Worse than Aquaman? Wow. Yeah, that's... that's... I, I don't count Aquaman. Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. Green Lantern. Oh, I man, yes. I haven't seen Fantastic Four, but Green Lantern was good because of the fact that it had a buildup, and the only bad part about it was the fact that the resolution in the last five minutes was literally like i'm going to basically destroy you with nothing i think there was a little bit more wrong with green lantern but (laughs) we can move on sure i feel like jake has feelings on green lantern that i do but you know what that's also like an ancient movie we don't really need to get into that as well We, so before we started recording, we we realized halfway through talking that we were basically doing podcast conversations and we started recording. Uh, but what got us on this topic was that uh, Batman the Telltale series came out. Ooh. Uh, and that is a new video game from Telltale what that revolves I? around Batman. What? <laughs> checks out, checks out. And did anybody else play any of it? Nope. Besides me? Mm-mm. Okay, I guess I'll I'll lead, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> For what it's worth, we were I really played, worried. I don't think I've ever played more than maybe like two minutes of any Telltale game. Really? Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. I don't know. I, I can't get them. into them for some reason. The only one I've played is Tales from the Borderlands, which is pretty good. Oh, is it pretty good? Pretty good. Pretty well, good. it turns out I think this game's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played through only the first episodes out right now. And I played through that first episode. It took me probably like two hours. Um, and it's kind of interesting because it's a lot more Bruce Wayne than I was expecting. And oh, yeah. I think that's really cool to like just be Bruce Wayne instead of Batman for once. Uh, there's a lot of like him, like talking to reporters and uh, police and parties and like. There's one part, part where uh, there's like a crime boss that comes into the party uninvited, and then you got to go talk to him in like a side room. And you know, I don't know if any, if nobody's heard of a Telltale game before. It's basically just all talking, and like making choices through dialogue. Pretty much the reason I only played two minutes. Um, I don't know. I think that's a fresh change of pace though f- from regular video games. I guess that's just not my. I don't know. Maybe it was just not my style. Like an interactive something. movie, like basically. Uh, this game actually has a lot more action in it than other Telltale games, though. Like, uh, action in terms of just, like, basically quick time events, as per usual with Telltale stuff. But the, I think the quick time events were well done. Uh, the choreography was all really good. This is, like, when you're actually playing as Batman. Um, so, like, s- some of the action sequences, uh, they kind of, because it's an adventure game, have you do, like, a setup. So you gotta, like, you're like hanging from your little grappling hook outside the building. Like, how am I going to enter this building? I see four guards. How am I going to take them out? And then like you basically input into the game. Like I'm going to hit that guard into the beam. I'm going to like throw that one over the balcony. 
And then when the sequence plays out, you just do the quick time event to do what you've told it you want to do. So I think that's pretty interesting to try to get action into a Telltale game. And uh, I think the story is pretty cool. It's still a little heavy on the, hey, my parents are dead stuff. That'll happen. Um, there's there's definitely a lot of, dude, know that my parents are dead. Hey, I heard <laughs> I heard that your parents died. Is that true? Yeah, my parents died like a real long time ago. It comes up a lot. There's like a little case that has some uh, movie tickets in it that are like a little bl- bloody. And they're oh, the, the movie tickets from when his parents died. <laughs> Wow. And, and he like at one point you have a decision on are you going to like rip up the movie tickets and throw them away or keep them? So I was like, yeah, his, his parents died, guys. But, Wait, but what did you do? <laughs> I kept the tickets cuz I'm sentimental. Mm. I see. I'm I was sensitive. whenever I play a game, I always try to uh do the the good thing, what I consider the good thing. Mm. Or like Paragon, I guess you could say. Sure. Well, with the exception of when you played Death Road to Canada and you decided, I'm just going to murder everyone. No, yep. are we talking about the same game? Are we talking about Shadwin? Oh, maybe it was Shadwin. Maybe it was Shadwin. Yes, Shadwin. That's the game I've decided I'm going to murder everybody. That's it. I'll talk about that next. But just uh, Batman, I would give it a thumbs up for being cool and being able to be Bruce Wayne. Also, it takes those uh, scenes from the Arkham games where you're dissecting a crime scene, and it does those too. That's pretty good. Hmm. I'd take the tickets and burn them down like his mansion. <laughs> There's a lot of like political stuff in that game, like not real politics, but like Gotham politics. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a cool way to take that series. That sounds really cool, actually. Hey, Chad. Gotham politics. What's up? How you doing? I'm doing great. You're going to say hello to everyone and in intro at all? At some we point? kind of did. Not, well, I mean, we kind of just like briefly did. You should What's be up, 10 hours in. You should do yeah. this. I can move anything around, guys. We're 10 Ooh. hours. Ooh, really? That's hot. Can you move your schedule around so we can go on a date? Done. Oh, snap. We're going Done. spelunking, and we're going to make a Horizon Exploration video. Done. Your choice awesome. of a date was spelunking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't I judge. Mean, okay. It, it I mean, happens. I guess. Into, I guess. So welcome to the forecast. This is a podcast that is bi-weekly without Travis. We never invite him to this, uh, but you know, we talk about lots of stuff from superheroes to Teletubbies because Teletubbies are pretty cool. Teletubbies. Yeah, I don't know. That's like the first thing that popped into my mind. Probably because I looked over and saw Tell. Tell Batman, and then like tell the tubbies. Like I, the segue connection was really bad. Sure. Yep. Anyways, we're a community of people that love to discuss lots of things and stuff. Travis is currently in a third world country, which is why he's not here. Wait, is he? No, but he doesn't have internet, <laughs> so he might as well be. Oh, you're right. Why does he not have internet again? Because <laughs> he finally got internet in his house, and then decided to move away from it and go oh, to school. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Does his school not have internet? I don't know. He's in some apartment that I think has Wi-Fi, but he doesn't have Wi-Fi in his computer. He just has a hard line. Which you would think if there's Wi-Fi, maybe there's a spot to plug in on that bad boy. But <laughs> you I don't would know. think so. <laughs> One would think. <laughs> I don't know. He told me he doesn't have internet, and he's ordered a Wi-Fi card from Amazon, and they'll have it at some point. I was about to suggest that since they're super cheap. 
at yep. some point. I texted him the other day uh, about Deus Ex coming out, and I was like, hey, did you know that it's coming out like August 23rd? And he goes, what? And I was like, did you know there is a new Deus Ex coming out August 23rd? You know, I had to break up the sentences to see if he could actually understand that. And he goes, what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure what is like his initial response anytime you like in- initiate a-, a conversation with him, no matter what the topic is. Even if he's the one starting the conversation, just look at you. What? <laughs> I, well, I don't know. I mean, what were we supposed to talk about something? He's always been like that, though. I think that's funny. So I asked him, I was like, do you know what DSX is? And he goes, yep. <laughs> oh, good, good talk. Good talk. Great conversation. Oh, man. So anyways, it's... there's a new DSX coming out. You should, you should look for that. I love those games. The uh, atmosphere is very cool. Never played any of them. Oh, did I ever talk about... Uh, Why are you on this podcast? Th- wait, you've never played any <laughs> of the wow, Deus Ex games? <laughs> no, I have I've not. also never played any of the Deus Ex games. I was describing it to you, Caleb. Wait, yeah, I started Caleb. to play one, right, Jake? No, that was Metal Gear Solid. Oh, my god. Like the same, right? Also never played any of those. No. <laughs> I know. All right, Alex may be able to help me out with this, but in describing Deus Ex games, isn't it kind of like a, you'd say, steampunk kind of... Cyberpunk. Cyber, cyberpunk, there we go. Yeah. Not, um, definitely not steampunk. <laughs> yeah, 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 cyberpunk, like, uh, but there's also kind of like a Splinter Cell-esque to it when it comes to like the stealth parts of yeah. it. Um, and then there's also like a really cool um, dialogue, like you can try to convince people to do stuff. Uh, there's like different options you get with your dialogue chats. Um, and if you have enough like charisma or uh, maybe, I think it's called constitution maybe. It was um, like the first shooter RPG. Yeah, you can basically way. try to like convince people, intimidate people, um, swoon people. It's really swoon. cool uh, th- with that stuff. Um, but then when they introduced the second one, there was like a whole bunch of augmentations uh, to the guy that you were playing to where you can like really upgrade him. Like there's different, like you can see through walls and stuff like that. Uh, and then, of course, because your hands are made of robot, uh, you can... Wait, what? Th- through walls yeah you're 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 like half robot half human when you say second one are you talking about human revolution or um yeah because i think the next one is invisible war y- yes wait wait a second invisible war is the second one Correct. i believe yeah so that's what you're talking about <laughs> i yes. just want to make sure okay <laughs> Good human revolution is the knows. latest only- one that's out there's yes. only three right now right like one one is coming out now yeah okay yeah and the next one coming out is mankind divided uh-huh okay and so the second one in my mind is human revolution is that am i wrong yes there was another one invisible war i heard it was not very good but it does exist okay i i see the picture it doesn't look like I don't think you played that one. I think you played the first one, and then you played the third one. Okay, so there are four. I played the first one. I did not play the second one. I played the third one, and I will play the fourth one. Cool. (laughs) What the heck, Invisible War? It must have just been Invisible Advertising. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What year did it come out? Uh, 2003. Does anybody struggle when you go back to play the games that are like, not classics like they're not old enough to be old and they're just like right in that middle ground yeah so they just look like bad 
like yeah. current games. And then you just you can't do it. You're like, I, I just something about me playing games. I just cannot. I cannot contribute to this right now. Like what game? Just out of curiosity. Um. So Red Dead Redemption was amazing when it first came out. The fact that it's on a PS3, my copy of it, and there was never a PC port. You try to go play that thing. It's like the most low res, muddy, framey junk you've ever seen. Oh yeah. Yeah, it looks really, really bad. Please. Like it looks really, really good in terms of PS3 games. You'd say it's you'd say it's dead with no redemption. It's mm. just hard to look at. It runs at like twenty frames a second. I swear. Yeah, see, that falls right into that category. <laughs> I just I can't. Nope, ain't doing it. It's a really good game. I wish there was a PC port because it'd be super playable. So who here has heard of Pray for the Gods? Uh, is that the one that's kind of like um, Shot of the Colossus? Yeah. I've heard of it, yes. Okay, so I've been on a hype about this game, and it's Just not coming out until December 2017. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! 2017? Oh man, that's funny. Might as well not exist. Uh, so, I'm, I, I mean, I backed it to the point where if they come out with a beta, I'll, I'll be able to play the beta. Um, but I've been on such a hype about it that I don't know. I've just I've watched all their streams, kept up with their Twitter feeds, kept up with their milestones and stuff like that. Um, and basically, like, finally was fed up without being able to play a game like that. Uh, downloaded a PS2 emulator and uh, started playing Shadow of the Colossus. And could you handle the super retro graphics? Dude, I actually started playing it on very low graphics until I switched the emulator to a little bit more high graphics and started playing it. And I was like, dang, this game looks good. It's a good looking game. For what it what like is and was. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you put it in a perspective, like, hey, PS2 game, and now it's like running on a P- PC in HD, like, oh, it looks good. Yeah, when you, when you up-res something at 1080p and it runs at a good frame rate. You can pretty much play it. Yeah. Alex, are you going to be frustrated if I tell you that I've never played that game too? I oh. haven't played that one either. I, okay. I think I think your quote was, that is my fa- most favorite game I've, I've never, never played. played. <laughs> that is exactly my quote. That's it. That's my most favorite game that I've never played. Because I've seen the trailer like a gajillion times and the trailer looks so legit. And every time I'm watching, I'm like, that looks so awesome. So watching Pray for the Gods and everything that's like in it and about it, it's actually like just three guys uh, producing it, and uh, they're just going for a Kickstarter or milestone, and they they're hiring like animators and stuff like that. Finally, and uh, they made it to the milestone to get an orchestra in it. So I think a lot of the music will be freaking amazing, like Shadow Colossus had when you're fighting bosses and stuff. Uh, also there is, it's pray for the gods is more of a wintry scene. Um, and so, and maybe they'll make it like Skyrim where there's also different areas of the map that aren't as snowy and wintry, which would be really cool. Uh, but they're working on like, um, your screen kind of turns frozen when you start getting too cold. And so you have to put down fire. Uh, so it's like kind of like a... Gears of War style um, indication of your health being low and stuff like that. Uh, so a lot of that like looks really cool. Uh, they have a grappling hook that they're putting in. They they use a bow and arrow for most of your fights. Uh, and when the boss like when you come up on the boss, he he notices you 
and you can actually go out of the line of sight of him and hide and he'll like leave you alone and another thing they're kind of working on um, from what they said from their stream was when you light a fire around a corner from the boss uh, instead of it just being like you know when you get too cold you, you you're gonna be your aim's gonna be off and stuff like that so you wouldn't be able to fight the boss as well if you're cold so you have to get your your uh, heat back on you know you gotta turn that heat on uh, but when you light the fire the boss right now is coded to where it just doesn't notice but they want to make it to where like you know you either sneak and you're cold or you light a fire you're warm and the the boss knows you and there's like a lot of destruction that happens in the game um like battlefield style when it comes to the boss just like wrecking everything so it it looks like a lot of fun i can't wait for it oh you can wait (laughs) you can wait for a year and four months (laughs) oh man that's ridiculous. Who knows? Maybe they'll push it back to 2018. Probably. <laughs> and maybe it'll come out right after... What is it? The Last Guardian? <laughs> Isn't that the one with the dog? It was supposed to be a PS3 launch title by oh, Team Micah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. Yeah. It's still not out. I was going to say it was going to come out right after uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I think they just released some new photos, for some screenshots from um, The Last Guardian. Yeah, it's supposedly coming out. I mean, it's coming out. They have a date now. It's this year. Oh, do they? Wow. So they claim. Cyberpunk 2077, I never expected anything because they hadn't even put out Witcher 3 yet. And they put out that trailer and they said, coming when it's done. <laughs> like, literally yeah. in the trailer, they're like, when it's finished. Yep. Oh, man. And I'm sure it's going to be, like, the greatest game ever made when it comes out. You think greatest game ever made? The Witcher 3 is, like, pretty up there. And Cyberpunk 2077 is even more up my alley in terms of its look and uh, fiction. Look and legitness. It's like, you know, cyberpunk instead of fantasy. And I'm sure it's going to have a lot of what they learned from Witcher 3 be put into it and improved upon. So pretty much best game ever made. (laughs) You're calling it right now. Like already? (laughs) You're just calling it right now. I don't know. I bet it's probably going to be game of the year when it comes out. Hey, so... Uh, I wanted to highlight on, uh, and we haven't had a chance to talk about this yet, but we definitely should. Alex and Caleb and Jake, and I guess I am now part of this. I wasn't planning on it originally, but now I'm part of this. Don't owe me. Don't don't owe me. I thought you were going to talk about Gravity Falls, and here you are talking about something different. Oh, I just realized what you were going to talk about. (laughs) Monthly Rumble. Yes, the Jake. Actually, you say it the best. So why don't you tell us? What no, it is. don't don't make me say. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just prepared for the first video to come out, and just to hear you say it at the beginning of it. <laughs> hey guys, um, here for the humble monthly bundle rumble. <laughs> Nailed it. It's Nailed perfect. It. Nailed it. Nailed it. You have to say it fast enough so people are like, "Oh yeah, that rhymes." <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a slant rhyme. Slant, it's a slant rhyme. rhyme. Shame on us. So yeah, we're doing the humble humble monthly bundle rundle. That's really hard yep. to say really fast. <laughs> See, I always say rundle every time. Humble monthly bundle rumble. We're doing the humble monthly bundle. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So anyway, really bad. I, I, I'm just struggling now. It's okay. So <laughs> Jake, why don't you tell us about it? Or whoever oh, me? whoever wants to talk about it. But yes, yeah, someone. Okay, well, um, <laughs> basically, uh, the Humble Bundle guys have, like, a monthly bundle you can subscribe to for, like, I think it's $12 a month, and we're gonna review all the games in them every month. And it's a rumble. 
It's going to be great. Is a rumble. Um, and this, the bundle is specific because you get a lot, a lot amount of content, like a really, uh, I guess you could say a large volume price wise of content for a yeah, very th- small dollar amount. I think it's eight games per bundle. It's plus you can pay ahead for next month's eight or nine. Yeah. Because I've seen, I saw some of the earlier ones are nine oh, okay. games. Well, still though. Yeah. It's a ton. I think the MSRP of this latest one was $134 or something for 12 bucks. It's pretty solid. So we're going to do a video uh, once a month on this that includes um, essentially just a review and some gameplay footage. Anything else we're doing in that, by the way? I think that's about it. Caleb, you're the one editing it. You would know. (laughs) I think that's about it. When are we releasing (laughs) the first one? That's a good question. It's coming when when it's done. <laughs> when it's done. Yep, when it's done. <laughs> when love it's it. love done. It. There it is. Good policy. Right. It's a great policy. Well, you don't want to release it before it's done. That yeah, would exactly. be a bad time to release. Unlike it. most <laughs> video game developers nowadays. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Early access every day. Even when they say it's finished, cough Ubisoft. Huh. Ooh. Jeez. Yeah, Savage. Some, somebody's upset. Yeah. What Savage. if Ubisoft's watching right now? They're gonna be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> them and them and Hit Girl—they're both listening right now. Well, oh. Hit Girl's not. We already upset her. <laughs> oh, you think she's done? She's done listening. Yeah, at this no. Point? She heard that episode and she was like, "Nah, these guys." <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, whenever it's done, I'm excited for the first video. We have a new bumper for it. Uh, it's some actually cool games. The bumper's even so though, good. Even the <laughs> shut up, Chad. Even though I think we, uh, well, I'm not going to ruin that, but yeah, even though, dude, oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> this is going to ruin bit. the entire first episode. Going to ruin the entire first cool. episode. Spoiler what? alert for our own videos. <laughs> <laughs> for our own video content. Spoiler alert. Oh, all right. Well, whatever. We'll be done with it soon. That's all I got to say. How about that? Perfect. So did you guys know I went hiking this weekend? Whoa. I've yet to watch your video. You haven't watched my video, you hooker. I know. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a I'm a, just a jerk. So I have like a couple stories from going hiking this weekend. Uh, so basically, um, on the drive out there, you know, I, I got my GPS going to get out there, listening to some music. Uh, I finally like I'm about to arrive, and I'm like, cool. Um, I should probably text some people, ask them when they're about to arrive. I send my text and after like my bar like goes across saying like oh sending um it it sends and it says delivered and everything and then my phone goes no service and I'm like oh snap and I still have 20 minutes to drive all the way to this mountain so basically pull up can't find anybody around so I'm like all right let's just start hiking let's see if we can find them on the trail long story short we did I went with two of my friends. One was my coworker, and then uh, one was a girl that I've known since I was seven, Ashley. And uh, basically, we were hiking, then we got separated because they wanted to hike one trail, and I wanted to stay with my crew friends for a second to just talk to them. Didn't realize they were going off and hiking. That's how horror movies start. Yeah, didn't realize they were going off to hike. Uh, so I look over and I see them. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, I brought them here. I need to go because I drove them here. And if I lose them, then they're not going to have a ride. So I start walking up and hiking more up the hill. Mountain, rather. And like 20 mi- to 25 minutes goes by. And I'm like, man, I don't think they went this far. 
Like this is this is a really long trail. Like I and I've been going really fast. Like I think I'd catch up to them by now. Um and like on the way, like halfway through this, I asked this guy and I'm like, hey, uh, did a guy and a girl come through here? Um and I kind of described them and the guy just get looks at me and goes, Oh yeah, dude. And so I kept walking on the trail, finally got to a point where I was like, all right, this is way too far, uh, turned around and started coming back down. And then I walk another like 15 or so minutes and there they are coming up after me. And I was like, I passed them. Like, how did I pass them on the trail? They showed me that they went off trail at a shortcut to go to uh, Boulder off the trail. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Sounds like a real uh, good shortcut. Going up the hill. Yeah, the shortcut that basically, like, led away from me while I went the other direction and went up a freaking large mountain. Um, but the good news is, is I'm not even that sore. Was it where you, like, were you, you, are you training up for something? No. Although, Elwood, Elwood wants us swole? to uh, <laughs> walk all of the Appalachian Trail. I will, I will quote him. Hey, we're making great time. If we make this time the whole way back, we all should backpack the Appalachian Trail. That's that's a good test to see if you should be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The entire hike was probably 45 minutes. Like, up, and then 45 minutes back. But we should do the whole entire Appalachian Trail. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it takes months to walk it. <laughs> months. Like, people should... take vacations with their sons who are, you know, like Eagle Scouts. Only sons, like, not daughters. Well, sorry. Excuse me. Take Sexist. vacations with their children <laughs> and decide to walk the entire thing. And I'm pretty sure they're, like, gone for months at a time. Yeah. My science teacher, freshman year high school, would uh, every summer walk 500 miles on the Appalachian Trail, uh, like, at a time. I don't, like... He was ridiculous. Sounds enthralling. Was, yep. Enthralling is a great word. I wanted to jump back on one thing real quickly. Uh, so we, were talking about, we were talking about video games earlier. We did not get to talk about this. But Alex, you had mentioned that there is a... Or Keep Talking has recently opened up their game to workshop content. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sorry, and I'm talking about keep talking, and I never get this name right. Keep talking, eh, or everyone explodes. Everybody explodes. explodes. Ooh, yes, Nobody explodes. nailed it. Everybody. Dang it, didn't and nail it. I said everyone. Explodes. Nobody. Yep. Nobody. Nobody. Gum it. Whatever the heck the name is. <laughs> keep talking game with the bombs. Yeah, there was a a mod that essentially made it so that you have to drive a bus while defusing the bomb as well. Uh, so we immediately thought of Speed and Keanu Reeves, of course. Well, of course. Uh, I saw another one that was like a 23 module bomb. Yeah, because I feel like there's not even enough room for mod 23 modules. There's only 12 yeah. spots on that thing. Well, there's a mod for it. And uh, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, at one it, point, weren't they going to do a... They have like versions of the manual. They were supposed to put out they were supposed to just update the game and be like, all right, now you're using manual version 2 or whatever. Uh, and I don't think they ever did that. And it was going to actually change how you solve the puzzles and stuff like that. Because once you get good at solving those modules with the instructions available, it's kind of uh, samey. After a while, you even memorize some of the... Yeah, even when we played last year in the 24-hour stream, I'm pretty sure I would give Caleb ones and he'd be like, I already know the answer to that. 
Yeah. Yep. But I thought at one point they had talked about doing a room scale wall. So instead of being the bomb in front of you, directly in front of you on the desk, it essentially is just little modules across the entire wall. So your your room scale in VR and you're moving around, kind of navigating to piece to piece to diffuse it. I really like them to get motion controls in there so you can pick up different tools, whatever tool you need for the current diffusing module and sort of use it. That'd be kind of cool. Guys, we sound so excited right now. <laughs> yeah, something about using tools in VR just really doesn't on, do it Caleb. for me. Hey, it'd be cool. Yeah. Step your it'd game make it up, more man. intriguing. Make it boring. Use tools make every day. Fun again. No. <laughs> uh, hey, I was going to mention, Caleb, by the way, you said mm-hmm. you were uh, blue screening of death the other day. Yep. I think you and I should co-author a book <laughs> on atypical blue screen of death issues. How to get rid of them. Sounds like a thrilling read. No, no, no. Not how to get rid of them. Just literally atypical blue screen of death issues. Oh, okay. And offer yeah, no yeah. solutions. <laughs> Just Holy basically crap. chronicle all of these random issues that people have and put them in a book. I would totally buy this book. Why would you so buy I that could, book? Just so I can say <laughs> I own it. He's going to write it and he's asking why you would buy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sad. <laughs> I just, I have had the weirdest issues with PC lately. Yeah. I, I do not understand anything. I took, okay. I went to, okay, this is, this is where this comes from. I went to Micro Center today. I think I have a problem with my motherboard. So I walk in, first talk guy I talk to, I'm like, hey, where are your motherboards at? And he's like, oh, we don't sell those. What? And I was like, this is, am I a micro center? I mean, okay, how about this? Where are your custom built PCs at? So he points me towards the back. Oh, they're back there. I'm like, all right, thanks, guy. We don't sell motherboards. Get out. <laughs> so I go pick up a motherboard and my the goal guys is. guys are usually knowledgeable. Uh, no, not these guys. They're out in Kansas. That's true. Chad, you're dead to me. You're both <laughs> dead to me. I have a motherboard in my hand. So I walk up and I'm like looking at uh, uh, PSU cables, power supply cables. And this guy walks over and I'm like, hey, look, here's what I need. I need an eight pin, the eight pin or a four plus four. I need, I just need a regular cable that runs from a power supply to my graphics card. And he's like, yeah, we don't sell those. <laughs> oh I'm like gosh. literally staring at the cables on the wall, just trying to like decipher which one is which. And I'm like, dude, I, I, I promise you, I know you sell them. I found it online and I should have just ordered it. So I had the 18 minute promise or whatever. I'm like, can you just like help me figure out which section I need to be looking in. And so he says, okay, so you, let me get this right. You're trying to run a cable from a modular power supply to your graphics card. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. He's like, oh no, those are proprietary. We don't sell those. Oh my gosh. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. What happens if you order it online and you have the 18 minute guarantee and they just look at the online order and it's like, wait, cable goes from modular power. We don't sell those. <laughs> so, no, I don't understand. I was so confused. So confused. How'd this person hack the website and order this? So all that to be said, I finally found the, both the cable and the motherboard, which Micro Center did in fact sell. And I'm expecting to replace my motherboard and solve all of my blue screen of death issues, which of course did not work. And I continued to blue screen of death over and over. So somehow deep inside of my system, I have Provoxy hidden away. You actually replace your motherboard and it's still blue screening. Still blue screening of death. This is what I'm saying. Atypical blue screen of death issues. I'm pretty sure Caleb and I could write a fantastic book. Is this after the TPU thing? Not my RAM. I know exactly what it is. I know exactly what it is because if I... Then fix it. I did fix it. I finally (laughs) just... 
Well, okay, so here's here's the problem I ran into, and I won't I'll try not to get too technical because this gets technical. Microsoft recently released a new update, which we're going to talk about in a second because I'm really excited about one feature that they have in it. Alex and I have already talked about this. But as a part of that update, they're requiring PCs to start using what's called the... Um, trusted platform module? Yes. Trusted platform module, which is essentially just things that, that allows you to encrypt your PC and, and it holds crypto keys and things like that. So uh, is it also for hacking too, Alex, kind of protect your PC? Am I wrong about that? I mean, what are you asking me? <laughs> It, it holds crypto keys, correct? Yeah. Okay. And it's also used with things like BitLocker, so BitLocker. that you can essentially lock yeah, down your computer. Your stuff. Right. Some encrypted. people can't get your files. Right. Okay. So, on my PC, my trusted platform module is broken some way, and obviously has nothing to do with the motherboard. So, once I d disabled it in the BIOS, everything is fine. My computer's back up and running. No problems whatsoever. But with the new update, they're requiring all PCs to run the trusted platform module, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Wait, so are you on the anniversary update right now? I'm on the anniversary update. And you're not crashing anymore? I'm not crashing, no. I thought it's requiring you, I thought. It hasn't done anything to me yet. Maybe it's okay. over a period of time or something, but I, I disabled it, and the PC boots up like it's brand spanking new. Okay. So, who knows? Well, there's that. Here's the exciting thing about the Microsoft update <laughs> for you nerds out there. As a part of the anniversary edition, they have included a program, well, it's Linux packaged into a program that you can run on top of Windows. So you can install it and essentially run bash commands so that you can do pretty much everything that you can do in Linux on your Windows PC. That's pretty great. Yeah. Actually. It's actually ridiculous. And it takes nothing to enable. It's free. It's just a quick download and you're up and running. It's actually ridiculous how they're doing this. Because they actually basically coded support for Linux stuff into Windows. Because it's not running in a VM. It's not being emulated or anything. It's just literally a root system for an install of Ubuntu that runs in a package on Windows. That's pretty sick. So now, super nerds like Caleb... Whoa. <laughs> you can run bash commands straight from a command prompt. It's insane. Correct. Speaking of Linux... And Mr. Robot, Tyrell uses Linux. Like, speaking stuff. of Mr. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Okay, I think, I think we talked about it already. We talked about it last week or two weeks ago. Or yeah, it was. we have talked about Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was bored a couple of weeks ago. And so after you guys talked about it, I was like, hmm, maybe I should try this out. And I watched it. And I think my favorite part of Mr. Robot Yes, it has a great story. Yes, the acting's like superb, but like the camera angles that they use is just orgasmic. Wow. Like yeah. okay. It's that's a word to describe. The cinematography. It. The cinematography is just like the best I have ever seen to date. They do like the sh the angles they use for shots for like the the mood that the the setting is is just like I pop one every time, you know what oh I mean? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, that's funny because I was just telling Aaron the other day that the beginning of season two is a little slow for me story-wise, but I was telling him I think the cinematography is like way better than the first season. Is it because I just got to the second and like if that's true, I might need to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Uh, we need to find you a girlfriend. Uh, why? Uh, <laughs> so you can stop thinking about TV shows so ridiculously. 
to start thinking. Never mind. Uh... <laughs> oh man, shouldn't we be ending this? <laughs> Speaking of TV shows, we talked about Gravity Falls last week also. Yes, we did. And I had and not watched the whole thing last week. You hadn't watched it. I hadn't finished it. I finished it now. And so is Aaron. And last week, our only proprietors of the show were Caleb and Jake. And I don't think they did it justice because that show is insanely good. And I think everybody needs to go watch it right now. Let's turn off the forecast. I will wait. <laughs> go watch 40 episodes of a cartoon because it's amazing. I will absolutely agree with you. It like blew my mind. On Saturday, Janae's family was here and her little brother and sister were up and we're sitting around doing nothing. I was like, hey, guys, want to watch some TV? And they're like, yeah, what do you want to watch? I was like, let's put on some Gravity Falls. <laughs> I kid you not, both of them, one who's a teenager and one who's 11, 10, goes, dude, that's like a Disney show. That's for kids. <laughs> savage. Yeah, mm. savage. That's the first thing I thought. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I was really upset at that moment. But I forced them to watch an episode. An episode. An episode, yes. So hopefully they continue to watch. So the thing with Gravity Falls, I, I wasn't a huge supporter last week like I should have been because I think that show doesn't get like super, super, super good until the second season. Because I think the first se- the entirety of the first season, I think, is basically an elaborate setup to just like blow your mind later. <laughs> <laughs> It's an like the creator blow your mind season two. The creator was like playing a sick joke on kids, like saying like, haha, this is just a casual Disney kids show with like some sick morals and stuff about being brothers and sisters. And then all of a sudden everything hits the fan at the very last scene of the first season. And you're just like, oh my gosh, I have to watch the rest of the show now. And then you watch the rest of season two, you're like, oh man, this is so cool. And then you get to the last three episodes of season two, and you're just basically in a catatonic state because you, <laughs> you've lost your mind. It's true. That is It's so true. good. So they sell, they, they produce a physical Journal 3. And you've already purchased it. I have purchased one. It is on back order on Amazon. I should have it in three to six weeks. Three to six weeks. Yeah, and apparently there's a lot of stuff in the journal. There's like uh, stuff to decode, and like there's a lot of backstory for like different characters that they don't talk about in the show, and like stuff like that. So pretty legit. Can I just say that three to six weeks is better than December 2017? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's okay to get hype about something that's coming out in three to six weeks. Yeah, yeah that's fine. But really, I I. I'll be I'll be honest, Caleb, when you started talking about Gravity Falls, when you and Jake were talking about it, I was like, I, I think I literally was my brother and sister-in-law. I'm like, it's a freaking Disney show. <laughs> it is, nerd. but it's amazing. It is so well written. Okay, so the, the writer, Alex Hirsch, has he done anything else that's like phenomenal? Because I feel like I should go watch pretty much everything else he's written now. I don't think he's done anything else. I was going to say, I think this is like his first. This is the first thing he's ever done? As far as I'm aware. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I was reading interviews like Disney. So apparently the show was super popular and like uh, making them a lot of money. But from the beginning, he had this vision of a two season show that ended because he mm-hmm. hates all these shows that go on for so long and basically ruin it. Yep. And he like when he was setting out the contract with Disney was adamant that it just be a two season run 
and they honored it and let him end it, even though it was doing super well for them. I think it's pretty good that that happened that way. As much as I want more of it, like, oh, I agree. But I, I wouldn't want the it to be was, ruined later. I thought the ending was awesome. Yeah, the last okay. part of the last episode, I was just like, what? Like the whole time, I think my mouth was just open, and I was <laughs> in a catatonic state for a good hour. Because I think the last episode is an hour, isn't it? Yeah, it was like a double episode. Fantastic show. Apparently, there are also five short series that were aired between season one and season two. That exist. Dipper's Guide to the Unexplained, Mabel's Guide to Life, Fixing It with Seuss. Oh, God. TV Shorts and Mabel's Scrapbook. Little shorts. I haven't checked those out yet, but I'll probably do that at some point. I can vouch Mabel's Guide to Life. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I liked that one. I just didn't want them to be like, uh, what was it? Ruby Chibi. Oh God! Don't <laughs> talk about it. Does <laughs> oh, so anyone still watch those? Nope. Yeah, I fell off almost immediately. I did read something that Alex Hirsch said. It's not necessarily the last we'll see of those characters. Mm-hmm. Like he could possibly make some sort of spinoff mm-hmm. or some other story that's not necessarily in Gravity Falls itself. That'd be pretty rad. I believe that's his plan for the next thing he's making. It's going to be the same world, but not in Gravity Falls and not with those characters, but it may have some crossover stuff. Whatever it is, I'm in. I, you know, I think my favorite thing about that show has got to be the fact that, you know, like those those cartoons that are put out, or not cartoons, the, the kids' movies that are put out that definitely have, like, here's the adult theme. Yep. Sure. like flying over the top of it. Sausage Party? No, 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 no. Not well, really I do kids. have a story about that in a second. I'm talking about <laughs> oh, actual God. legit kids movies that do have like adult themes from here and there. Like they're kind of sporadically placed throughout. Um, I felt like in this, there was a definite, or uh, there was, it, it was way, way more intertwined. But I never really felt mm. like they were, um, okay, here's a kids section and oh, here's an adult joke. Like the sure. whole thing was both really good for i think kids a great great disney channel show but at the same time there were like definitely things they talked about that i was like okay there is no way that someone in middle school or high school is going to catch what they just said (laughs) there's no way because that was so well done and i mean just like super subtle pieces that they would kind of push in here and there and it and it may have even been an underlying theme for the episode but it was just super well done that's i think what i love the most about the show what i love the most are the last three episodes (laughs) <laughs> yes, I know. You've mentioned that several Period. times. I know. I know. You mentioned it several times. The weirdness bubbles were too great. One of my favorite parts. <laughs> <laughs> when they were real people for a minute. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Good. All right. Well, we'll have to look. I, I'm excited to see whatever else he's going to do because it's, I mean, super, super great. That's been the second sort of like this falls in a kid's category show that I've watched recently. Um, even though I don't feel like Stranger Things on Netflix should be in the kids section, it oh, is. It should not. It is. It is. It is, in fact, when you click on, we have like a specifically for kids channel that we turn on, and Stranger Things is like top of it. I feel like that's some sort of joke or a mistake somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be a mistake. I feel like, I mean, I haven't checked since I watched it because, of course, I binge watched it. I watched one episode one night and then took the day off work and watched all the other episodes the <laughs> second day. Wow. Yeah. Binge watch. Must be nice. Work oh, from home. Decide I'm just going to watch Stranger Things uh, all day instead. Just shut <laughs> up. Nice. Don't worry. I emailed an out of office. It's okay. Wow. 
out of office. I got some really important business to attend to. Hey, it was super important business. <laughs> do you know how many people do that for new game releases? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just nuts. Like, I, I want somebody to do a study on AAA game title releases and the day of work the next day um, for, like, some big company. I mean, in Japan, I think they usually just give people off when, like, a new Monster Hunter comes out. What? Because <laughs> I think they know so many people are going to call them sick anyways. Are you like, kidding just, me? I think so. Yeah, that I might see that not happening. be true. But I, be- I believe I've heard that before. That seems plausible. Yeah, those games are kind of a big deal. I bet that data would be like really interesting to look at because it'd just be like this specific age bracket. All of a sudden, there's just a bunch of people not at work, right? Yeah, on these days. But then, like sixty year olds are all still there. Like they didn't get affected by the quote unquote sickness, (laughs) right? (laughs) I think that I think I do think that I feel like there would be a super category for that. You know, for like millennials essentially. Um, But then. Like one thing, you know, we were watching uh, this weekend was Dota TI and we were watching it and one of the things popped up is they were interviewing people and all of a sudden here up rolls this. How old was he? Like 58, 56? I think he said he was 57 or something. Okay. He was somewhere in there. Hey, I was pretty close. 58 and 56. Um, you know, he rolls in and they were like, how long have you been playing Dota 2? He's like, oh, I think I started two and a half years ago. I'm like, what? Yeah. A 56 year old plays MOBA? That's amazing. Like he said it was uh, to connect with somebody young. Yeah, I think it's his uh, niece or something. Oh, stepdaughter maybe. But that was like their bonding time. Yep, and now he plays it all the time. Pretty cool. Which makes me think that when everyone retires from our generation that, I I think I talked about an article about this by one point, that instead of having nursing homes, it's just going to be giant land parties. Oh my god. <laughs> They're just going to have Ethernet wired houses and computers everywhere. Dude, that'd be just... so badass, though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to oh be old god. now. I just heard my brother say, I want to be old now, when majority of the time he goes, Oh, I'm getting so old. I feel like I'm getting super old. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're already pretty old. old. You're like, what, 87? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and your voice doesn't sound 87. I take usually, good care of my vocal cords. Usually older people have like shaky voices like, oh, get off my lawn. <laughs> wow. That was amazing. Like the uh, mayor of Gravity Falls. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? It's something ridiculous like McStuffle Bottoms or something. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember. I don't know. Hey, Aaron, speaking of ridiculous. Yes. The Fuffle Fumpter. Aren't we said also... oh, he said ridiculous. Yeah, he did say ridiculous. Aren't we also starting a, another series? Oh, we are. Yeah, ridiculousness of the week. Um, just a like simple one thing that happened during the week that was absolutely ridiculous. The reason that we started doing ridiculousness week, or we're going to start doing it, was because Caleb recently had an experience with Binding of Isaac that should have uh... been the end-all, be-all for Binding of Isaac, and yet somehow he <laughs> continues to play. It's not my fault. It's awesome, dude. And I don't have all of the 267 achievements. 276, sorry. Well, you may not have had all the achievements, but you had all the items. <laughs> I did. I did have so, all the items. Anyway, yes, yeah, so we're going to be doing a... I'm super excited about it. It's kind of cool. Um, just kind of ridiculous things that have happened. It may be short. I think Caleb's video is 10 minutes. 
Chad's got a video of Brawlhalla will be releasing soon. It's only like 30 seconds. So it just kind of depends on what it is, but hoping to do kind of ridiculous things every week. To jump back real quick, we were talking about, uh, I was talking about AAA titles a minute ago um, and people taking off work. I know that some of you are playing No Man's Sky. Indeed. Um, is it just you and Alex or Jake? Caleb, are you playing us playing at all? Nope. Nope. Okay. Yes, it's just me and Alex so far. Um, I think that's probably all it's going to be. Yeah, just me and I, Alex. I would Nobody so. else in the world. First impressions on that game? It's interesting. Is it underwhelming? I don't know if I like it yet. Um, it is definitely vast. And you get a sense of wonder playing it. But it's basically a survival game with crafting. Uh, so my impression of it was uh, basically when I heard about the release of No Man's Sky, I watched it and was like, oh, this looks like a really cool space exploration game. Then the next thing they kind of stated was that there was going to be online multiplayer. Uh, they never described it until one time that they actually told us that the world with, or the galaxies were going to be so large that you wouldn't be able to find your friends. Uh, and then actually when they released the game, uh, there's a couple of boxes that were released that have a sticker covering what says online multiplayer. <laughs> and, Seriously? Yes. And the release of the game, the online of the game, is if you find a planet that somebody else has found... Like, you can possibly find them, they have renamed stuff on there because they, they uh, analyze stuff before you. So, like, the creature walking around could be called... Um, Swagosaurus Rex. Yeah, Swagosaurus Rex. Uh, the planet could be called Swag Dragons Live Here. Like, you know, just, just things like that. Uh, for instance, I was on a planet and this little creature started attacking me and he was, like, tiny. Like, he, he was basically, like, waist high. And so I called him uh, Tip Biter. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so it's like you can only see that. That's the online multiplayer. Is the You can see what other people have discovered. You cannot see other people, though. So it's just like shared universe without other players. Pretty much. That's pretty lame. But also yeah. interesting. I was I guess really be- looking forward to like a online multiplayer where I could like join somebody's game and then explore a space area. That was what I was looking forward to. Uh, they, but they already made that game. Frank plays it all the time. <laughs> Elite Dangerous. <laughs> Elite Dangerous. Yeah, but you uh, I don't know, there's a difference. This one was like so cool because like there you know, you just literally just fly out of the atmosphere of a planet and that one you have to like select the areas and it's like it takes time like there's like quote unquote load screen, not really, but there is. Uh that gets you from point A to point B. And and No Man's Sky is virtually like no load screens. You're just kind of going around. Exploring. Yeah. Just exploring. So even if they actually did get the multiplayer stuff in there, I still don't think it would be like what you're saying, where you'd group up or whatever. They've from the very beginning they've always said that it's starting people at random locations, and then it's going to be very unlikely that you see somebody. Oh no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would be even cool with that. Like, I like finding a random person. Like, if I like go to a planet and then I find a random like, I'm saying like my dream would be for somebody like 
me to be able to join parties with people to like go exploring together like you and me just right. you know join a game yeah, yeah that'd be cool like i always knew no man's sky was never going to be like that i kind of i think that would be cool i kind of think this is way more interesting i mean not the way it currently is where it does no multiplayer at all but way more interesting to just have everybody be randomly in it yeah because if people did ever come across each other it would be like this ridiculous like coincidence exactly they're saying there's like 17 quintillion planets in the game so i think i was looking uh and it had like 200,000 people at peak playing it at one point so if you have like 200,000 starting locations across 17 quintillion planets the likelihood that you'd come across somebody else is like incredibly small so i saw a i think it was a games radar article which so take that as you will because it's games radar but it said something about um, two people had actually gotten to the same spot in yeah. Elite, in not Elite Dangerous, in um, No Man's Sky. But since the multiplayer doesn't actually exist yet, they were just walking around and couldn't see each other. Yep. And I think lame. one of them was technically, it was nighttime instead of daytime, even though oh, they were in it? the same spot. But it's yeah, not even synced up that much. Yeah, because you can actually pause the game and stuff like that. Yeah. So, not quite. What is you know, and thinking back, they delayed this game all of a sudden a couple months at like the exact last second that they possibly could have. <laughs> and I'm wondering if it wasn't because they were like, this multiplayer isn't working the way it should. And then all of a sudden they were like, it's just not it's just not gonna be feasible. We gotta take it out. So you think they just completely removed that? I don't know. I mean, with the way Chad's saying they had boxes printed that had the label on it. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then I mean that's valid. Like I, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's it's a bad game. Like people are on the internet are raging and like saying that it's like the worst game ever and like oh yeah, dude, the, like super toxic. Something crap. to be it's like something to be mad about. Well, it, they got like they. I mean, everybody got super hyped about this though. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know. Honestly, I I don't even know why. I guess it's just the idea of mystery and exploration and being the first to do something. Maybe I mean, plus it's so big. I think it's also so played a factor. Friggin' well, huge. Well, they it's also inconceivable. They had the uh, the devs on like a Tonight Show and yeah. things like that, and we're asking them questions really? about. That's how... really it's. I yeah. think it's Sony's fault a lot because Sony picked it up as one of their big tentpole things to hold up the PS4, and really, it's an indie game at heart. It's made by 15 people, so it's. I mean, you can't expect like an Ubisoft level of amount of features and vastness besides what they could do with their procedural generation. I mean, that in and of itself being developed by the 15 people is kind of ridiculous that they managed to get this algorithm in place that could generate, you know, like a galaxy worth of stuff that's fairly different from each other across the board. I think also another thing on why this game was hyped so much is the fact that like, yeah, it was huge, but also the simple fact that you can literally get in your spaceship, fly out of the atmosphere of a planet, fly into another atmosphere of a planet, get out of your spaceship. I think that's like explore. super compelling. That is like the most, that is the thing that brought me to want to play this game. With because no usually, load screens too, right? Exactly. I mean, even when you fly down to a planet, you basically just fly through the atmosphere and land, right? Yeah. So that's that that for me sold me on the game because it's like what other game has had no load screen between planet travel i spent like an hour on one planet the other day 
just trying to explore it, gather resources, get my ship up to, to up to par and stuff like that. And it was just one planet, and I felt like I didn't even look at that much of it. And I like spent like half an hour in this one cave, and then like came back out with a bunch of antimatter, charged up my ship, and just flew off the planet. Okay, so this is very much survival survival builder, right? Yeah, but it's you're like, gathering it's well resource builder, I guess you could say. Yeah, but and exploration. The, it's not like super hardcore in the survival stuff, so it's not like annoying about it like most of those games are. Like I feel like Ark and a lot of those survival games, it's constantly like, hey, you need water, hey, you need food, hey, you're too hot, hey, you're too cold, like constantly nonstop, and you're constantly like. Yeah. All right, let me just eat this freaking stack of 100 berries real quick so I can move on to do what I actually want to do. Yep. And this game doesn't bother you too much with it. Okay, but, I, so, but there, there is an objective too, right? Like it's yeah, not get just to the center of the galaxy you, is the objective. You actually get two options in the beginning. Uh, when you get into your spacecraft, there, it gives you like a, a, t- t- like a, a prompt, and it, it says basically you can go off on your own and just explore, or you can follow what I think like the robot wants or something like that. And so like the one gives you kind of like a quest. The other one gives you just go explore everything. Like just do you, man. Um, this game feels like uh, out there, but in first person. You guys know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Alex, you, you That's actually there. kind of exactly what it is. Now that I think <laughs> about it. <laughs> Because it's the same sort of like I gotta get these elements to charge up my ship so I can make it farther. Yeah, and you're and essentially at the beginning of the game, you like start somewhere and you're trying to get to an end goal. Yeah, this point somewhere. And you travel from planet to planet or whatever. And I think the the first guy that made it did it in 30 hours, but he was trying to do it like as fast as possible to be the first person to get to the center. Now. I'm assuming like there are encounters too. It's not just literally fly from planet to planet, gather resources. Do you like meet alien races? Do you did you get to do anything other than just kind of yeah. run around? So there's this whole system of like learning languages. It's like you come across aliens and they try to talk to you, and it's just a bunch of gobbledygook. But you'll find like uh, artifacts and stuff like that that will teach you certain words. And then, like, over time, you're talking to the alien again, and you'll notice, like, oh, that word I know, that word I know. Huh. And then... That's literally guess, out there. Yeah. Later, yeah. <laughs> like, later in the game, I guess it comes into, like, puzzly stuff, where if you break into a facility or something, you'll know from the language that it's talking about visuals and not, like, something else. So then you know you gotta, like, disable the cameras to, like be okay in the facility because there's hmm. also like space stations and little outposts and stuff like that you find uh, i was not at all interested in this game and now i am a lot because, <laughs> because it's, it's so like much out like there, out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because wow. you love that game i do yeah, it's it's interesting I, i'm gonna play more of it so there's a they're gonna continually update it um and one of the things that i think is pretty cool from an update that i'm reading right now is that they're actually going to add uh, a lot of more space combat uh, bounty missions and such. So that seems pretty cool. Um, also, from what I also got told, there's going to be base building. Which, yeah, they're adding that. Which could be really cool. Uh, if you're into building bases and such. I feel like yeah, if I'm you build a base, you're going to be restricted on how far away you can go from it. 
Yeah, that's my only question with the game so far. I haven't played that much. I've probably played for like two, maybe three hours, maybe like between those two and a half, you know, somewhere around there. Uh, and so I still haven't figured out how to figure out what planet I'm leaving and what planet I'm going back to and stuff like that. Hmm. So like if I leave a planet, I'm like, what planet did I just leave? <laughs> and then like, Wait, do you not have a map of where you've traveled? I don't know how to read it. There is a map. I think once I get better at looking into it, it, it might be user friendly. It's like, you know, when anytime you look at a new game, uh, you, there's things that you have to kind of experience for a little bit before you get, get used to it. I think the map is the thing that I need to get used to. I think the whole thing about this game is that it basically sets it up to where you can just explore some stuff for a little bit, but there's so much universe to explore that you basically just throw away stuff and leave like all the time. So th- I don't know about the base building stuff because the entire game is set up that you're just moving on constantly. You're never like sticking around one place for too long. Yeah. Right. So your ship is your home. You're not, yeah, you're, you're not, you're not making any, you're not building anything on planets. Uh, they're also making bigger ships too. So I bet you there's going to be like, you know, the enterprise. I hope there's the Enterprise. <laughs> See, I, you know, like the one thing like, I, okay, l- let me back up. The reason I did not get this game is I felt like it was overhyped. I felt like I was going to be disappointed and I didn't want to be disappointed. So I was just going to wait on people to play it and kind of get their reaction and gauge whether or not it was worth getting. I got the game because of that. Okay. I That's got the fine. game because I wanted to be part of the zeitgeist. I wanted to know for myself what was why why it was so super hyped and why people were upset before it even came out? I knew people were going to be upset. Yeah, I mean, pretty much anything that's overly hyped, people get upset about when it's not good. Um, well, even if it even if it is good, it never will meet your expectations if it's overhyped. Right. Another like reason I kind of got this game is because I've been running into lately ha- being bored with games like the PvP of Brawlhalla is like. I can hop onto it, but then it's just like uh, so repetitive. And then Rocket League is like really fun, but once again repetitive. Uh, and then I got this game because it's like I could just pop it open, explore a little bit, maybe for even like a half an hour, and then turn it off and then go do something else. Yeah, or I can open it up, play it for a couple hours, and then go and then, you know go do something else. Like I just I just do that with Binding of Isaac though. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glued to that game at this oh, point. Oh man. Uh Jake, were you gonna say something? No, I just thought it was funny that you guys are so obsessed with Binding of Isaac. It's been good. Caleb's I'm... been playing it for literally years. I know. I actually have. I know. Pretty good at that game. It's absurd. Jared. Yeah, he's I think I it's pretty good. It's more like the binding of Caleb. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't get it. I don't either. I just kinda said it. Hmm. I feel like that happens a lot. It does. <laughs> it like stuff comes out my mouth and then I'm just like, that makes no sense. But let me like laugh at it to make like laugh it awkwardly. Does make, make, sense. It, make it sound OK. And then it doesn't work at all. Nope. Well, that's all we got. <laughs> right? Cool. Cut it there. That's perfect. <laughs> Love it.
This week's forecast was produced and edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Jake John Fetter Kyle, and Caleb Juno. This week's music was again produced by Andrew Reel, or as some know him, Midia. You can check him out at soundcloud.com forward slash media official or on Spotify. This week's forecast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, designers, and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustrial with an e.com or on Instagram. You can check out our website at www.wearethehorizon.com for two new upcoming series, The Humble Monthly Bundle Rumble and Ridiculousness of the Week. Until next time, this has been The Forecast. Thank you.